You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the very weekly manga review show, part of the Weird Science family of manga podcast. I'm here with my man, Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? Oh, what up, Jim? What up? I do not feel well. Uh-oh. I have COVID round three. <laughs> I don't even understand how this Triple is. Threat. And I will tell you that this might be the worst I've felt in all three, including the first one, which is crazy, oh, but awesome. it is not good here. And so with that, I will apologize ahead of time if I end up not being able to talk at points when me and you have recorded some of these things <laughs> this week. I have had coughing fits. I've Oopsies. had to fail and mute the mic. So <laughs> you see that if all of a sudden Luke actually gets about, you know, 10 seconds of alone time, Whoa. then, you know, something's gone yeah, wrong. It's crazy. That, we don't usually get that. Holy moly. Oh, it, usually we have to wait till he throws shade in his own little section. Boom. But in that. Thanks for coming and listening to this podcast. Go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then if you like what you hear and maybe you're checking out all of our manga reading clubs and our Manga Monday show, all that stuff, and maybe you'd like to help us out and go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga, where you can help us out, but also get early access to eight episodes early for the Manga Monday show and the reading clubs in advance as well so with all of that not many books this week sure, we end up we're sweet. adding a book but then Ooh. i had no idea that other books were on hiatus this week just a <laughs> week it seems but also the idea of i was planning on catching up on a lot of other things Big but dreams. because i haven't been able to even do anything Uh-oh. i've kind of been down for the count but i did catch up with ghostbuster asamu that we have Later on in Top the show Oh yes and then we'll be adding more As we said each and every week We'll add a couple books as we try to Keep this manageable but mm. Talk about some things and maybe some things that people uh, Haven't been talking about on Other review shows that oh. might be for a reason Though we Uh-oh. were talking about This the <laughs> idea that maybe some of these Aren't talked about for a reason but We do like them mm. and We spread think the they're love. bangers we're trying to spread the love But we're also going to be adding some other bangers Coming up Ooh. down the line, if you are wondering something like a Mashal or Sakamoto oh, days, Sakamoto. me and you were talking about those two. But here we are for this week. What are we going to start with, Luke? Well, we kick this off with Dan to Dan, chapter 76. What do we do with her? Oh, yes. geez. Ah, uh, yes. And you have in this, if you remember from last week, Momo and Vimola are stuck in the mirror of the oh, slit mouthed no. woman. And she thinks she's good looking. The idea that she is just hideous, but that's what people think. Some people have elevated ideas of Beauty is only skin deep, Jim. I don't know about you, but you look ridiculous in that PlayStation sweater. But boy, you think that you're out on the town like Johnny Suave. But you end up where they are stuck in this mirror and they have a plan. But before they even get to the plan, I like that this slip mouth woman, she thinks that they're too cute. So she tries to mess with at least Momo, because at that point, I like that Pamola has put on full kaiju helmet uh, and ends up with some lipstick, kind of almost like what you do to your buddy when they fall asleep at a party. You don't necessarily draw this stuff on them. You draw something rude, maybe. Uh, But she tries to do that and gets mad. Oh, man, that made you cuter. 
And then they just realize, and Momo realizes what the plan will be here is just to act really cute and hog the attention Uh-oh. and hog the mirror because she's looking into this mirror and only seeing, you know, cute Momo and Vimola. And I think it's really cute the way that Vimola is kind of, you know, doing what Momo's doing, trying to act like her and things like that. So you end up where the slip mouth woman gets so angry that she starts, you know, flanging the, the mirror around, Uh-oh. doing all this, which then allows the girls to escape the mirror. And in that, then start doing the pomade. They start saying that we know that if you say that 10 times, mm-hmm. she'll end up disappearing quite like a Beetlejuice or a Candyman, as I said oh, before. No. Just a not so pretty version of those. <laughs> so Candyman is pretty horrific himself. So is Beetlejuice. He's a looker. Uh, so with soup. that, though, there's not that much to this. And I said that it, I wanted to have the play where Momo and Vimola end up you know, kind of coming together a little. You got that. But I thought we were going to get even more. But they end up finally escaping after. I mean, if anybody wants to deal with this poor section of town, it's now just destroyed Rich. by this slip mouth woman who just is tearing it to pieces. The art's great. Oh, it yeah. really looks great. There's just not that much going on. But you end up having Momola being saved by Momo, even like hugging and stuff. And they Inside run out. The suit. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, they're tight squeeze. And they end up where they get out of there. And then you have a moment like, man, I'm never going to take that shortcut again. I'm like, yeah, you're you're not going to be able to. It's (laughs) it's a wreck now. There is no more, you know, no more shortcut. But then they go to school. And with that, you also see that Bamola is starting to learn some phrases, starting to learn. Now, is she just repeating the stuff? It seems like she does understand some stuff, which is good. We wanted that to happen. And you do have a nice moment where Vimola says, been in real trouble, Momo, and then hugs Momo. They're still in the seat together, the suit together. And yeah, they end up where, all right, they've become friends. This is what happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. Not really, because they end up running (laughs) the school and pretty much the whole play here is the principal has been told at a time by Granny that there is this exchange student, Vimola. And as they come back, the Mola runs right up to Akarun, all the stuff that sets off the fighting again. Uh, This time, though, finally, like Momo and Ira, they end up only being together on the same team. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. And then the minute after it, they're calling each other skanks and stuff, if I'm allowed <laughs> to say that. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're fighting it out because this old get away from Akarun, get away. The principal comes out and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. And this sets up school shenanigans. Now, this is a chapter that is a lot of setup here from now on. But it sets up with me and you like school shenanigans, uh, love triangles or, you know, I don't even know what it is. Rectangle, quadrangles. Oh, jeez. Because you end up having it being set by the principal that Vimola is now going to be with Okarun in his class. And he has to look after. This is going to cause a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. You end up having Momo and Ira like, what? He shouldn't be in that class. Oh, we should do this. But it is set. And it just has a funny little ending. First off, Gigi's barely in it. He has one panel. <laughs> but that one panel, he's, he makes he's it work. striking a pose. Yeah, he's striking a pose. But at the end, even when they want to go and see what's going on in, in the class, class C, we got to go find out about that. Let's go see what's going down. Let's change this. You end up having the enemy of the enemy of the Uh-oh. enemy, student council girl, 
everybody's enemy. Right. Yeah. She blocks the path, says no going in. Everybody's studying. And you do see that in in that point, it does look like the class is just like all enamored with (laughs) Vimola, except maybe Kinta, who is he just in a thinking pose back there? I don't know. Kinta might be one of my favorite new. Well, he's one of the only new characters, but I like Kinta because in a book where everybody's gems. He is, he is not. He is not. He's, <laughs> but he's not in a bad way, but sometimes he is. He's so off, Kenta. Yeah. So I hope that this is the idea. And we're going to get more of all these characters, obviously. But I mm-hmm. like this whole play where you have this whole thing going down. Kenta's there. Okaron's doing. And it doesn't look sus or anything. But Vimolo will probably learn how to talk a little more. And with that, you end up having Momo and Ira just, you know, completely insane <laughs> about it. And yelling, but Momo it's looks more like she's about to go spinning like Looney Tunes. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that kind of ends the deal. Like I said, not the best chapter ever because it's a oh. lot of setup. And I, I don't even know the slit mouth woman. That kind of ends so quickly yeah. that you never really get, you know, set in that. It was just to get Momo and Vimola in that little section together. But with all of that, what would you give it? I thought it was a very solid chapter, actually. I think I might be a bit more positive than you, Jim. Positive Peter. I did, yeah, it, it wraps up the Slim Mount Woman pretty quick, but I did like Vimola and Momo getting closer, even if it's begrudgingly in Momo's case. I, did, I do think they are very cute together. And as you were saying, I do like uh, set up for school shenanigans. If We haven't had school shenanigans in this book in a while, actually. So if that means that we get to have some more funky business and get and the whole gang get gg in on it too i mean yeah i'm up for that big time so i thought this was a solid chapter i'm gonna go 8.5 out of 10 yeah i'm gonna go 8 out of 10 like oh. i said it's it's a setup we love the school shenanigans but you get that at the very end yeah the tease i love momo and ira together it, it's so great mm. this makes it even better because oh, now yeah. they have that enemy but Layers. the funny play is the enemy is such a cute enemy. Vimola's doing nothing wrong. <laughs> she's just there. She doesn't really quite get what's going on, whatnot. She's an alien. And again, remember, there is, you know, on the back deal, an alien invasion coming. I mean, mm-hmm. everything's been activated and in play. But you would think at that point that Vimola would be there to maybe help them out. So she has to get kind of on board and get used to all these characters. So I thought it was a cool play. Yeah, 8 out of 10 for me. But. We will move on to the next chapter. I'm going to be a quick one. What is Uh-oh. the next deal? Well, the next one, we have a, a surprise X chapter that we didn't really know was coming, but we're going to cover it anyway. It's Spy Family, short mission number nine. Yep. Oh, yes. Short mission number nine. You get some nice little spread color page there. Looks really nice. Uh, and Cute. when you do, though, get into it, basically, I mean, is this something that we say a lot? Anya's not doing very well Uh in school. Like, she's not exactly the smartest, you know, tool in the shed, which we don't mind because that's who she is. But she's our smartest tool in the shed. She is. So with that, though, you end up where Lloyd is almost like, you know, at wit's end. How can I make this better? How can I end up making her smarter? Why can't I get through to her and teach? What we get is a really quick chapter that shows you why edutainment sucks and this is one of those deals if you don't know what edutainment is you're luckier than me and luke but you end up having like yeah not even that that at least had (laughs) it's more of those 
shows that nobody wants to watch as a kid, but you're made to watch. I mean, the it's stuff hard that gets to wheeled remember. in on the TV and biology exactly class. like that stuff. It's not even like Barney or anything. It's nothing good. It's always like, oh, we're going to teach the kids how to do this and that. So what you end up having though is how Lloyd is always going a little extra. I mean, he is a tryhard. He really is. So he Commits. ends up thinking the only way that I can get Anya to learn something is by making more of the spy cartoon. The whole idea of the spy wars, that's where she does learn something. Mm-hmm. She ends up taking whatever is on that and actually is able to process it. So he decides if I end up making a kind of a missing episode, he's going to try to trick Anya, even though Anya's reading his mind, but he's going <laughs> to end up tricking her into an unaired episode but it's all going to be about what she needs to learn for her tests. Whoa. So he ends up going to, of course, his boy Frankie, and they really set up an animation studio. I mean, it is funny, the they idea. Go 100%. And that's the thing. When they do this sort of thing, it, Lloyd will never go half butt. No. If I, I can't curse. <laughs> he'll, he'll never go halfway with it. He'll go full out. And you find out that, man, he does have some skills here because he's got some you know, he says his animation skills aren't the greatest. They're not as good as the real, but they're close. Mm-hmm. Frankie, he's the colorist. Everybody gets thrown in here as you go. And then you have voice acting going on to pretty much write a show and do an anime. That is basically all the information in history, math, all the stuff that Anya has to learn. And they, at the end of doing it, they, they're so rough when they end up having that real for the spy wars number 53 and they're all excited with each other they're all getting excited and they go and anya's watching it she's just sitting there and you think that it's pretty good right the whole mm-hmm. play is it's kind of comical like all right but some of this is like hey shoot i only have 10 minutes left to escape if i defeat three bad guys <laughs> per minute then i can eliminate 30 bad guys or roughly 40 percent of the time it, it's just that idea. Everything is if a train leaves at this place <laughs> and goes Billy there has and does three that. apples and Tommy has four bananas, how many oranges and does And then Sally they just have? sit there and say, why the heck does he have four bananas? You start getting mad. Jeez. Then all of a sudden, the lead character starts yelling out like how to work a compass that north <laughs> is where this compass is. And then, then throws in the history lesson like again you end up having and it's funny too because what this actually plays out if there is layers in a goofy x chapter oh sometimes you'll have this kind of recap in this dialogue and a lot of manga or comics the idea of boy i'm back in my beloved homeland it was founded as a frontier settlement <laughs> it's so over the top though it's so bad and you end up having anya just sitting there she's not saying anything So the big play here is, is she going to learn from this? Is she going to like it? Because this is her favorite deal. I thought she was going to have problems with continuity. You know, the idea of why would he do that? And she's not focusing on the same thing. Nope. At the end, she just turns in what can definitely be used. Meme. From this day on as a meme, that would be the meme of all memes. She turns and says, this cartoon sucks. I can't follow this at all. Lloyd just ends up. I think Lloyd's face could be a meme. Here's as well. the deal: you take this here and have that full page, that and then just replace all of the dialogue for whatever 
you want to throw shade at, keep Lloyd in it. And it's perfect. It's perfect. It reminds me of like the Anakin and Amidala stuff that they have <laughs> on the Star Wars. Set. It's pretty funny. It's very quick, obviously. It just went through the whole thing. But mm. it's one of those where I actually like all of the chapters. I like the long ones. I like the little ones. I like them all. When they do come up, you know, a lot of times it is, you know, after a long stretch of some things, it does allow you to kind of go in, you get your characters, you get a quick little thing, and it gets you excited for what's coming next. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nothing that ties in, but I'm saying it's like a palate cleanser, real quick deal. And then you're like, all right, that was funny. Let's go on, you know, when it comes out again. So I actually do like them, uh, though your score has to kind of. You know, be relative to the idea that it's only a couple pages. But yeah, I, now, what would you give it? I really like them. Uh, as we were saying, I like we I like all the funny. little ones. Um, this one is a good uh, timing as well because the Spy Family anime came back. So if you think of it, like this is like the author, you know, giving props to the anime staff yeah, by showing, yeah, you know, it oh, it's pretty hard. And like, you know, you get a little bit of the lessons with Frankie. You know, get how it all gets made. So that adds, like, even if it is only a little short chapter, that adds a little bit of extra appreciation to it. So I did like that very much. But yeah, short and sweet, gets the job done, and a, a great meme at the end. So I'm going to go solid 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'm 8 out of 10 as sure. well. And you, you have some, you know, classic deals. And, and, like, they go, and when you have Lloyd doing it, and Frankie's just like, hey, this isn't my thing. I'm more information, not animation. He has like some lines. But then all of a sudden he's right in. He's like, I'll try this new optical filter. <laughs> like they get so into it, which made me laugh. And even that where Lloyd just keeps yelling at Frankie because Frankie's like, OK, what am I going to do? Oh, well, you're doing the music, the sound effects, because Lloyd has all of the voices down. But in other layers, you can see real quick because this doesn't need that much talk no. about it. But another deal of. It is is that you do see that Lloyd is paying attention oh, to yeah. something that Anya loved. That's a nice thing to know. Mm-hmm. And it, it also shows that Anya's always watching it. And it kind of is a funny thing if you go by things with your kids and whatnot. There are movies that I have, in my mind, I haven't even really watched myself that I know every line to because they would be playing when we had our minivan. And it had the TV in the back. The movie mm. would always be playing. One of them is, though I do like this myself, is Shrek. The first Shrek oh, was banger. like nonstop. So me and Tanya to this day know every line from that. Iconic. So I do like how even the voices and stuff that Lloyd has watched enough to actually know how this should be. And Anya at the end, he just says, she says this sucks. She doesn't say like this isn't real. Even though the funny <laughs> play is you might want to think that she would pretend that it was good. So that she could make him feel better, but she doesn't do that. Oh. But really, if you look at the, the production quality of oh, what they were doing, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of bombs exploding and things like that. But it just kind of gives you that wink, wink that if cartoons, cartoons are for entertainment. When you try to really push the education part, it, a lot of times a little kid won't like it. So oh. pretty, pretty good. Pretty good for an next chapter. But. Speaking of bangers, we're going to go off to uh, the Luke Hollywood oh, section. I say two bros, but all Indeed. he does is throw shade at me. But Aww. when we get to that, now, I hope you feel bad that I'm sick. I hope you mention <laughs> that. I throw more shade. I'm already, t- these two short books, and I'm already losing my voice. But Uh-oh. with all of that, we'll go off to Luke's section. And then after that, we'll be back with two more bangers. What's up, manga fan? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid. Back at it again on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. Back at it again 
on the very weekly manga review show. Coming at you live from Leakslip. Here we are with another two big banger books to discuss. Oh boy. Now, Jim thinks that I'm throwing shade when I say that he doesn't be reading these big banger books. And he is correct. I am throwing shade. I mean, it's not like he has 150 podcasts to edit or anything. Jeez Louise. But fear not, dear listener, because Luke is here to save the day and discuss all the big books. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be on Front Street, as we always do be here on Front Street here on the Weird Science Manga Anime Podcast. But I'm going to play it straight. We're not going to be talking about the same chapters every week. We're going to mix things up a little. Where variety is the spice of life, after all. And we're going to be talking about different stuff. Maybe we'll sprinkle in a little Black Clover action one week. And then maybe we'll talk about some Sakamoto Days business another week. That's a big banger indeed. But this week, we are going to discuss the exact same chapters that we discussed last week. And why? Why are we going to do that, dear listener? Because it's my section. And I make the rules. Uh, how do you like them apples? Oh boy. Any complaints? Talk to Jim. I, I, I just work here. Oh boy. But uh, yeah, we are going to talk about the exact same chapters that we talked about last time. And the reason why is because it's been quite the 180, in my opinion, this week. You know, last week I was singing My Hero's tune, and I thought jujitsu was only a bit of a lukewarm, if you will. Oh boy. But uh, this week, how to turn tables. I'm telling you, my hero kind of going down a little and jujitsu stepping it up big time. Oh boy, it's been a long time coming, but you love to see it. But without further ado, let's see it right now. We're going to jump into the two big books. We're going to find out if they're bangers. We're going to get it done lickety split. And then we're going to get out of here pronto. So first of all, we have the My Hero Academies, chapter 368. Rev it up, one for all. Vroom, vroom. Uh, I added the vroom, vroom bit, just in case you were wondering. But uh, we open with a pretty, pretty sus color page, in fact. Pretty sus indeed. Perhaps the most sus color page we've ever had for My Hero. Uh, this is pure Aikashi Triangle levels of sus. Oh, jeez. We have Invisible Girl, Not So Invisible. Problems. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, jeez. Sus City, Population Horikoshi. What's ha- what's happening? Jeez Louise, let's move on from that, I'm thinking. But uh, we're going on straight into pretty crazy shenanigans. With Deku getting real angry. Is Shiggy still in there? He looks like he's he's about to throw a couple knuckle sandwiches. And we do see Shiggy 2.0, the combination weird dude that he is. The combination of All for One and, and Shiggy. And it seems like young Shiggy is trapped inside. All for one is taking over because he's been alive longer. So that means he gets the keys to the car of of the Tansy Mobile, I suppose. And he's the one in charge. And he confirms that they're not going to get the pie in the sky happy ending here. Oh no, Hansi is not going to give him that on a handy plate. Oh jeez, and Deku looks furious. But that's when Mario steps it up and says, Hang on a minute, I was throwing shade earlier. I said that Shiggy didn't have any friends. He was a, he was a loner. He was a loser and stuff like that. And that made him very angry. He raged and freaked out like a child. So that may be that combination, maybe that fusion of young Shiggy and old man all for one ain't so flawless. Maybe we'll be able to reach out and pull out that that young Shiggy from the hand abomination. So really crazy stuff here. And then we do see inside uh, of the mind, we see all the different 
one for all specters, the ghosts of one for all past, and Nana Shimura is in there as well, and she notices in the creepy finger face abomination coming from Shiggy, she recognizes a face, and she knows she looks deep, and she can tell that Tenko is still kicking inside this weird hand abomination. Her nephew, I think it was nephew, uh, it's been a while, but her nephew is still kicking, and they need to get him out of there. But he's not going to make it easy, because he is going to knock about the place. Sky High Academy is flying all over the shop. Oh, jeez. And he wants one for all back. All for one wants his one for all. And that is still confusing 368 chapters later. Oh no. But we are making a big mess, smashing all over the shop. Oh jeez. And Deku is not going to give it up that easy. He's going to do a combo attack. He's going to combine the third user's Fajin energy. I don't know what that does. And it was explained, but I forget. And then we have the fifth user's Black Whip. I remember that. We, we saw that in the anime. And he's going to do a boosted binding combo with the Black Chain. Oh, very cool. And uh, that does some damage. Very cool. But it ain't enough. Deku is not giving up just yet because that's when we see the second user show up. And we've never seen him. He was actually the guy everybody thought was the back go looking like. He has the scar on the nose. He's looking serious. And he shows up and he says, basically, this is the end game. Once you use my ability, we got five minutes or else we lose the war. So the stakes are pretty high, as you can imagine. We don't know what his ability is yet, but then we find out because he gets in position and he says it's time for the seconds. Transmission. Oh boy. Automatic. Or I suppose it's going to be manual considering how gearboxes work. But this is where it gets a little bit confusing. Now, I am a dummy. That has been confirmed, but I do not know exactly what is happening in this current situation but we'll find out together we see midoriya kachakin his his fingers maybe get in gear and then we see shiggy a hanzi mcgee all oh, the crazy 2.0 edition he goes blasting second gear kachunk third gear kachunk and top gear kachunk speed boost and boom hanzi mcgee 2.0 Crazy Shiggy, all for one, goes flying into orbit. Team Rocket is blasting off again. Oh boy, what exactly happened there? I'm very confused. He's very surprised. Even Shiggy's surprised. What's, what's going on? What's he doing to me? This is nothing like that energy from before. He's way too fast. And then he thinks, this reminds me of that meta ability from back in the day. This is all for one reminiscent to back when the second user was kicking and he remembers that quirk that he has. The quirk that changes a target speed when touched. Gear shift overdrive. That is what the transmission is using right now. That's what's going on. Every time he changes gears, Shiggy goes quicker, I suppose. <laughs> It's very, it's it's a bit confusing, I will admit. Maybe I, maybe I need to read it a few more times, but I've read it a few times already, and it's, it's tricky to wrap my head around this kajunk, kajunk, gears, speedy Gonzalez going on here. Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, we do see that this is Izuku putting in 120 out of 100%. He's cranking it up to 11 or 12, 100%. Oh boy, uh, it's very cool. But we do know that there is a time limit here as well. Five minutes or else, you know, we're all banjaxed. So no no pressure or nothing, Deku. Oh boy. But we do see, this is how serious it is. We do see the first user, all for one's bro of the mind here. He comes in and says, let today be the day that we end this. And we end this chapter 
on a Detroit smash. Uh, overdrive, transmission boosted, speedy boost smash. Oh my goodness. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. But also pretty darn confusing. That's my main problem here, in case you haven't guessed already. Solid chapter, but I don't really know what's going on with this transmission business. This is what I was afraid of when uh, we were first introduced to the idea that all the user's powers are going to be unlocked, like a skill tree, like he's got new user loot boxes that he can open up and then he gets a brand new quirk to equip. Uh, it means that we're going to have situations like this, where we get, out of the blue, new powers that are going to save the day. Uh, that we've never used or are even familiar with so it is a little tricky now there is a there is a monkey paw you know there is a five minute limit that uh, i suppose then the gearbox gets jammed up maybe and and if that doesn't work is he spent then because he's going 120 percent for five minutes so if he if he goofs it then then he's major goofed we're all banjacks then so i suppose yeah the stakes are pretty high but i still don't know what's going on if transmission ends up saving the day and oh boy we hardly do transmission then it's gonna be a little uh it feels like cheating a little if i'm honest it feels a little it feels a little weak sauce pulling this super billy out of the bag out of nowhere just when we need it uh without much explanation i don't know what's going on we already knew that there was going to be a mystery there was a couple of users that we hadn't met yet so it's cool to see that but if this is going to be what saves the day i'm not going to be too impressed either and maybe i'm just being picky but it is what it is i suppose so i'm hoping we do get a little bit more explanation of what's going on with this number two user i suppose he probably doesn't want to be called that uh but you know the transmission i want to see what's happening there uh because it seems like we're going to have only a little bit of time to sort out business so i don't know how long five minutes can last in, in manga world but hopefully it doesn't last too long because i would like some answers lickety split i want to gear shift into knowing what's happening right here oh boy so yeah okay uh not the worst chapter we've ever had but i'm looking forward to more answers so i'm gonna go 7.5 out of 10 a decent showing but by no means the this week and i'm afraid that that crown goes to jujitsu kaisen oh boy what a banger indeed jujitsu kaisen chapter 199 resentful names now if you remember last week we were wrapping up that whole maki business with the number one misogynist naoya who is out of the picture for the second time let's hope he doesn't come back three times the charm oh boy he's out of the picture now maki handled business we do see noritoshi still kicking which is good i was worried about him because he looks pretty banged up but they're just talking chatting away as the two kind of black sheep of their respective big jujitsu families they're kind of kindred spirits here and then we do see as well uh, a very surprising but pretty cool we do see noritoshi's mom and she is not in the any of this culling game business hopefully and she's just saying oh yeah i've got a pretty good kid that noritoshi i hope he comes back to see me and i hope he does too because noritoshi's been through a lot i think he could he could do with a win he could do with a w he could do with a win in the column you know he's been through some stuff and i think he deserves that but really that's all well and good but then the chapter really gets cooking when we go to Tokyo number one, Conley. Ooh, it's been a long time coming. Here we go. The gang is all here. I'm talking Dory. I'm talking Fushiguro. I'm talking Angel Lady. Kurusu. I am probably going to forget her name. 
So let's call her Angel Lady. I'm talking funny man, Takaba. I'm also probably going to forget his name. It has been months since we have seen these characters. Uh, so funny man and Angel Lady. The gang is all here. They all ended up bumping into each other as we will find out here. But we do see Angel Lady and Fushigero is awake. He was asleep for a bit, two days. Itadori living it up in the bathroom, sipping that fine wine. I don't know if he's old enough to be drinking that. Maybe it's just juice. I don't know. They've all kind of combined here. They're all uh, taking a breather in the fancy hotel room. Funny man went down to the 7-Elevens and got some snacks. And they're all chatting it up. We do see how they came together in a little quick mini flashback. We do see Itadori bumping into Funny Man, looking for Fushigiro. And then that's when we find Kurusu, Angel Lady, had already picked up Fushigiro. And then they all met up, they all combined, and then they all decided to take a, a nice little break in the hotel. But we have an update on the points game. Because we do know that the Cullen game does the points, and they were wanting to get enough points to sort out a few things. So Hakiri, the third year, he got 100 points. Okatsu, he was bagging and tagging points big time. He got 190. And then if you add in the points that Fushigiro and Inodori already had, and then add in Angel Lady and Funny Man, Takaba and Karusu, they got loads of points. 359, we've met the points quota, and now we can help Sumaki. That is, in case you forgot, Fushigiro's big sis, and the reason why they were doing this all in the first place, to get her out of the culling game shenanigans. So, they're able to sort it all out. Takaba doesn't have a problem with him giving away the points, and neither does Angel Lady Karusu. But they have more questions for Karusu as she's here. They're looking for the angel. She has a halo and wings, so I think they found her, and uh, they wanted her help. And this is where things get a little bit tricky, because, yeah, they're looking for the angel, and then, uh-oh, Angel Lady gets a little face coming out of her cheek. Very Sukuna-esque, and straight away, you're like, what the hell? heck is going on because usually Sukuna is the only one that does this so to see somebody else who's a kind of combined with another person like this it's very crazy indeed even Inodori says she's just like me what the heck indeed and the mouth starts spilling the beans oh this is why she was going to help you because you previously and then oh Karusu Hannah is her name she uh, she puts a hand on that mouth she does not want all the beans to be spilled but she does say a few things she says her own cursed technique is that she negates cursed techniques very undead unluck of her oh no uh, but she doesn't have a problem with the barriers with the seals she can slip in and out of the culling game barriers no problem at all but her plan as the hand mouse says is that she wants to wipe out all the players who are reincarnated all the cursed spirits living in bodies uh, that are possessing the bodies and apparently that goes against God's laws, and she thinks it's wrong. Fushigiro is confused. What the heck? God. But she says, don't worry, that's just the name I give to my beliefs. Forget about it. Ain't no big deal. But it kind of is, as we continue. <laughs> so, you know, layers here. There's some stuff going on. But they asked the big question, and uh, this is a big game changer, in fact. Can your technique of negating curse techniques revert possessed players to their original state? She says it's tricky. Not impossible, but it's tricky, so they might both end up dying, which is uh, why Sukuna would die if Inodori got reverted like that. But what they really want to know is can she remove a seal, such as the seal placed on the prison realm, a special grade cursed object, aka the box that Gojo has been stuck in 
for millennium uh, since the dawn of time. And I'm telling you, as soon as this was brought up, now my ears really perked up then. And then she says, and this is huge, yeah, I can probably do that. No problem. Oh my goodness. Are we about to get Gojo out of that dang box? At last, I didn't think it could happen. But there is a catch. 22. There is a monkey paw in this situation. Oh boy. She says she wants their cooperation and then she's going to remove the seal. She's just going to ask them to handle the big cheese. The big enchilada. The one incarcerated player that she can't allow to live. The disgraced one. If you promise to kill that disgraced one, I'll help you. No questions asked. And then we go, uh oh. This is where it gets real crazy. We go... Boom, straight into the mind of Itadori. Mind games, and then, oh, it's Sakuna chilling in his blood palace thingy. And he says, been a while, and it has been a while. But before you reveal anything, I should tell you a little detail here, a little sneak peek. I am the disgraced one. Uh-oh, the one that Angel Karusu wants to kill is Sakuna, a.k.a. Itadori. Because they are a package deal ever since Itadori chowed down on that figure in chapter one. So this is quite the sticky situation that they have found themselves in. Oh boy, they have potentially the chance to bust Gojo out of his five-star prison box that he's been stuck in for ages. But to do that, they're going to have to kill Sukuna, and I don't know how that's going to play out. Oh boy, we already know that Itadori isn't so happy with his whole life with Sukuna right now. He is already devastated with what happened in the Shibuya incident. So maybe, maybe he would just give up. I mean, we could be in a situation where he accepts it, but I don't know. Is Funny Man, is Fushigiro going to let that happen? This is where the plot thickens. At last, how long have we been waiting? How long have we been stuck in this Cullen game shenanigans? And we've been waiting for the ball to get rolling in Jujutsu Kaisen. And finally, in this chapter, it got rolling big time. Oh my goodness, I couldn't believe it as I was reading it. Every page turned, crazy stuff happening. I was happy enough just to see Itadori and Fushigiro back at it again. And then Funny Man and Angel Lady, that was nice too. But to see some plot progression at last, after what seemed like an eternity, big time. Crispy. Oh, delicious indeed. Yes, I am loving it. Mm -hmm. And I cannot wait to see where we go next. And I'll be honest, I've been going through the motions for a couple of months now with Jujutsu Kaisen. Because it's been the same old, same old action stuff. You know, we're not moving, not progressing the plot. So to see some, some movement, some progression... At long last, I'm over the moon. I don't mind, even if it was just a bunch of talking heads, because that's what we've been needing. We've had nothing but action for ages, so a little chit-chat is much appreciated, especially when it's big chit-chat like this. Oh boy. So yes, indeed, I'm very excited. I'm more excited for Jujutsu Kaisen now than I have been in months, and I cannot wait to see where we go next. So yes, guaranteed, confirmed banger here. A club classic, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going 9 out of 10. Yeah, a bunch of chit-chat, but oh boy, was it good chit-chat indeed. I'm very happy. So there you have it. Two banger chapters. Jiu-Jitsu takes the victory royale, I think. But my hero was no slouch either. I think it just needs to get its gear on and explain what transmission exactly is. Because I'm very confused. But, you know, that happens every week. I am a very confused person. Oh boy. But what's not confusing at all is that now we're going to wrap up this little shindig and we're going to hop on back to the main show with Jim talking his usual nonsense 
and me making my usual weird noises. Bada bing. But here we go, back to the main show, and we'll do it all again solo here, me and you, for some big books next week. Boom. All right, we're back, Luke. We're back from all that crap talking, I'm sure. I'm not that sure, but hopefully (laughs) there's not too much. We're going to be going off to a book that we ended up doing on our Manga Monday show. If you haven't listened to that, it was hot off the presses, I hear, when we did it a couple weeks ago. I would probably suggest going and listening to that so that you kind of know what is going on. If you haven't been reading Ghostbuster Asamu, I should have said that right away. Yeah, and it's one of those books that Luke convinced me was a banger. Banger. We ended up talking about the first chapter. We didn't love the first chapter, but you said that you really did like it, so I caught up on this. This is the one I caught up on (laughs) this week as I was desperately trying. Because this is the moneymaker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. When everybody sees Ghostbuster (laughs) Samo in the title, they're going to run to this podcast. absolutely. When I read it, I was confused for the first couple chapters, uh, you know, second and third deal, saying, what is Luke talking about? But by the sixth chapter that we're doing, it actually does come around, and I'm starting to get a good idea of at least what's going on and what's happening, though I'm still worried about the longevity of it, but I'm starting to like it more and more. So I will give Luke credit that it is getting better. I'm glad that we caught up on it. So what is it, Luke? Well, we have this week the... <laughs> I have to get the right title. The Ghostbuster Osamus. Oh, yes, indeed, because it, it wasn't written on the first page. Uh, it is the... Chapter 6, no title. Oh, boy. What we do see on that first page before the credits page is that deal of somebody new getting a letter. We find out that it's Asamu's master. Though the master, you know, mentor relationship here is kind of a little odd. It it doesn't (laughs) really get explained much or play out, but that's kind of what this book is. There's Mm. always a little something in my mind of the details missing, but overall, at the end, you kind of get an idea of everything, and it actually ends up being a all nice thing. Together. Because really, after all these chapters, the big play is Asamu. She just doesn't fit in. We talked about this at the beginning in our Manga Monday. Mm-hmm. And through these chapters, and including this one, it's not as if she doesn't want to fit in. She does seem to want to fit in. She just is an introvert that is trying to. And when you end up having Horrorama, her gal friend gem. show up gem of gems in that Ding. she is able to end up, you know, pretty much making her come out of her shell. And mm-hmm. that is also the reason why when they're together, all of these crazy ghosts come at vengeful ghosts come at them, but they're all geek ghosts. That's the problem with this. The longevity is it seems that Asamu is only good at fighting geek ghosts. Geek which ones. We even find out in this chapter that she Pretty much got kicked out of, you know, school, ghost busting school. Nobody liked her. They made fun of her because she wasn't that good. But these geek things she can do and pretty much Hayurama, that play of being the gal of legend, the one she gal that magnet. will befriend all the geeks. She is a magnet. So in that, though, is it really explained enough? Like, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, you end up like that's the basis of it. But they never really, they like hint at it a lot of times and whatnot. Once you get the idea, and I think, again, the last chapter in this one is where I fully got the idea of everything going on. It makes it good then. I just It's almost like they're, they don't want to come out. It's like they want it to be a whisper down the lane. But part of the mystery, but like, that's what it is. 
But it's not really the mystery shouldn't be the the basis, the mission statement. So with that, again, you end up where Hayurama, she ends up being the magnet to these vengeful geek ghosts. They come in and usually Asamu can end up getting them. And and again, also just to point out, if you are thinking that there's like, oh, we got to kill the ghost or oh, these ghosts are bad. That's not the case. What they're doing is Asamu wants to figure out why they're upset, and then she has to make them happy so they can go to heaven. Everything's very wholesome. Yeah, I think so. that that's like the touch at the end of why I do like it overall. It has very a cute. it has a nice hearted nature to yes. it. With that, even though in this though, again, we're going to go through this chapter, chapter six. Actually, it's like a remix of the first chapter. It it's feels very like, odd. Yeah, it feels like we're recovered our steps that we've already covered. I mean, even in that, when do you re- you rarely get a editor's note in a manga that says to go read the first chapter, chapter again, right? I mean, it almost feels as if at this point they're like, oh, crap, people aren't reading. Let's get this going again. Let's reset. It's a real weird play because me and you like it. And it seems to be popular on, say, a manga plus. But you end up going back to, <laughs> again, the... Bon Hisu versus the Hisuban ship of the whole deal of this manga. The Back popular Shona manga, Manko Playerban. Weekly Shona Jump. Yeah, Jump. We're back to the Jump. And I do think that this ghost, pretty cool. One of the coolest looking ghosts oh, that we've had. Monster. Most of the ghosts end up looking like really weird and, and <laughs> off. This actually looks like a giant suit of ninja armor. Whoa. And it comes in here. And it is, again, another Bonhisu shipper, which is the same deal. This is a real weird play of how this is all going down, and you're going to get back to that shipping fight. So it's going to be back and forth. Well, I like the Bonhisu. No, I like the Hisuban. And again, if you've read the first chapter, it starts to get a little like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this again? But in this, I think that the play... Parurama, at least, she's kind of a little bit more stepped up and she knows what's going on here. Mm-hmm. She's playing play by play, but as this fight goes on, you do end up having the crazy master Dango show up. Is that would you say Dango or Dango? Dango, Dango shows up and she is the she's the master that ended up training Asamo, but she's also a famous iconic artist Whoa. that ends up doing this like the fan books yeah the the shipping fan book deal and so she's known in the deal especially with shippers so this becomes like this battle that also includes her and the being impressed with what is happening i'm gonna go to you here because i'm telling you i'm trying to explain this i told you that it was gonna be tough because of the way this is and how it resets but in this you get a play then that the master even has the magic eye it oh, that's crazy, it. This right? is where it gets crazy. The whole the, the major difference apart from the master, the major difference between chapter one and this is that Osamu, her like her spirit energy is real low. She's real lacking in power because and she's not able to face such a terrifying monster who's into this Hisu ban when really she's into the bad Hisu. It's all that is she's struggling with that. And that's where we see, and that's when the master comes in. Because with the power of her special eye. Uh, which allows, and I'm, I'm glad this is explained, it allows her to see people's shipping fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> and even just the, the reaction from the gal that says it all, you know? But uh, 
here's the thing, like just for a quick second. Yeah. The idea of this it sounds ridiculous. I mean, as <laughs> I'm talking, that's why I went to you. Like it's, it's but when you're reading it and when you get to the sixth chapter, it makes more sense than I think I can ever play off oh, of yeah. explaining it. And when it does, you just start laughing because it's just getting more and more ridiculous. <laughs> this ends up almost feeling in my mind very people aren't going to like this, but almost has Roboco vibes at points when they're oh, talking yeah. about some things of how and the reactions to this yeah, stuff like that. Like the idea of what's happening in this, it's really playing off the idea of people who get all excited about the anime and the manga and then they start chipping. But when you end up having the master come and then reveal I have my magic left eye that is able to reveal everybody's shipping fantasies. You, you have to think like that. That's not a great power. <laughs> the idea, and then you find out how she got it, and it's kind of funny because Asamu pretty much seems to have gotten it as her eye was hurt, and then she was healing while <laughs> hearing all the shipping nonsense of Asamu. But you go again because again they're just going with this, and you said she is. Out of power, Asamu is really tired because she's been fighting mm-hmm. geek vengeful ghost after geek vengeful ghost because of Horrorama being the magnet. But boy, it's it gets a little. It's really weird to talk about. Uh, <laughs> but you go from there. Yeah. So basically, Master is able to use her special eye. She's able to compress everything, all the Hisuban greatest hits that are in Osamu's head, and like make it with her fantastic drawing skills. So she is like one, two, double punch here. She has the special eye and the drawn skills to make pretty much the fan book to repower, re-energize Osamu. This is just what she ordered. Oh my goodness. But the best thing is, I think, like Osamu, okay, yeah, she's recovered completely. But then the master is like, well, let's make this a fair fight. And then I'll draw like the exact opposite for the bad Hisu spirit over here. And then we're going to have a proper fight now. Yeah, and so making a little book for the spirit. Even then the spirit ends up, this vengeful geek ghost is like overtaken. What? I mean, this shipping is one thing in the fight or whatever, but to have a master that is this iconic <laughs> shipping artist on her side and able to see true. the fantasy, it's like almost like I'm now fighting something that's so overwhelmed. But remember, the whole play this isn't just to win. It's to end up where you send them to, the send them to heaven yeah. because they get to, you know, there's, it's, it's the classic of somebody stuck because they didn't fulfill a wish. But these are all these end up just all being geek fights. I mean, I'm telling you, all of them end up being a geek who, hey, I didn't get to punch this person because they didn't like what I like or I didn't get Jeez. to I didn't get to convince them to like my manga that I love. So it has been all that. But the idea of this magic left eye comes out. It comes out of left field. It really does. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's not a fair fight. So I'm going to do this. And then you just end up getting like a video game fight. It's like Dragon Ball beat it down. Is. And then they start just beating each other down. We saw this in the first chapter. Mm. But again, it ends up being that idea of. At least we both like the same manga. Yeah, we can fight about the shipping. It ends up wholesome all the time. I mean, at one point, they are fighting. They are miles in the sky, <laughs> just uh, ablaze fighting. And then a few hours later, they end up where, okay, you know, I said my piece. You said yours. We both like the manga. So, hey, shake on it, and I'm going to go off to heaven. 
And that's where you end up going with that. And then, yeah, the whole deal about the master and the training when you get Dango, uh, Amasaka, the wandering Dojin artist is actually mm-hmm. fully introduced at the end where even there where Horrorama is like, you're, you're the master. I mean, this is crazy. And then, yeah, the play here though is, Hey, when you get down and you're going to be fighting a lot of these geek ghosts and you lose your energy, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to make some of these side things. It's very funny because in my mind, kind of similar of what Lloyd tried to do in Spy Family <laughs> this week in the X chapter to kind of try to teach on you what something power she likes. Up. So this is the power up of something that Asamu loves. But the big play here is don't use it unless you're really out of energy. And, of course, she wants to read it right away, and you have to get her around. I'm like, no, no, you can't do it. You're completely healthy now, running away with it. So it's kind of a full deal. And I, I like the idea that then Dango's like, yeah, I'm out of here. Just leaves. I'm like, really? Like, you're <laughs> out of here? You've, you've had now a rival show up and just leave. You end up the master show up and just leave. So hopefully we'll get some characters sticking around I would around like a even little. better, like, as we were saying, like, if they all happen to stick, because we already know the houses, there's business, there's shenanigans going on with that house. So if you had the rival, the master, the gal, all in that house, imagine the possibilities. And I, I remember then, and just, to, again, this is something we said we didn't really want to do and talk about the other chapters as we get back to this, but in the deal, Mishin who is the rival, yes. she's now into the manga as well, so I'd like to see her reaction and what her shipping <laughs> and all that gets all wacky. But it is one of those, it's it's a side title. I mean, oh, yeah. it really is, but it has a lot of quirkiness and wholesomeness that I actually am starting to really enjoy uh, overall, but what would you give it? Yeah, you're right. I liked it a lot. It is very much a quirky. It's a acquired it's taste. It's going to be hard. I would not recommend this. No, full well, out to uh, people. Yeah. I would say that I like it, and Luke loves it. Oh, I love and it. if you ended up listening, even when we used to talk on our weekly review show, mm-hmm. if you think you have the same taste, then I think <laughs> you'll like it. But this isn't one that if I wanted somebody to get into manga, it wouldn't be my first suggestion. It wouldn't no. be the first thing that I would go with. Uh, but we like it. I think <laughs> when quirky. you said like the the me and Roboku comparison, actually it, it kind of works like like that, you know, because it's very much me and Roboku is like the love letter to the manga. Yeah, this and is like, like it, the shipping. Yeah, this is like the and, shipping and, and the even fan the, the geekdom, the fandom. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's like, what there's it a lot gets going me. on with that, and it is very. Like it's even it's difficult to talk about because there's a lot it's a lot of crazy stuff happening, but it is also very fun. And like we said, whenever we went back and did chapter one, the art continues to be a highlight because it's so expressive. It kind of cranks up that goofiness even more. Like some some of these expressions are Anya meme face level. I'm telling you. Uh, and yeah, like I'm not so sure about the plot. Like it's kind of spinning its wheels already. It is, but uh, like I'm not so sure how long this might last. But I'm certainly enjoying it while it sticks around. Uh, and it, yeah, it's an acquired taste. But I still say give it a go. You might have some fun. Who knows? It's going to get an eight point two from me. I'm going seven point five. Solid, just because it's repeating some stuff. But yeah. I still like that. Again, if you go and read this, the first chapter. We said we didn't love it, but then I'm telling you, the second and third, and usually a lot of people, hey, I give it three chapters. Yeah. The, the second and third, you kind of, you're still kind of like, okay, you have to read up to this chapter, I think, if you're going to give it a go. And one of the things, even about the Roboco, that I thought it does feel like that 
to me as well because it's like each chapter is its own thing. Oh, we yeah, haven't really, and I think I think that we need to get some overall bigger story Connected. going because yeah. again, it is like Roboco. I don't want to keep saying that because <laughs> that's really going to turn some people off, but. Yeah, that's not an insult. No, it's not, because we love that. And that's where you get, like, those rotating cast of characters. Not a lot of characters. Like, they'll come in for one chapter and then leave and stuff like that and then come back. And I'm sure all of these will come back at points. So I I did, did like, reading it. I told you, I said before we started, this is going to be tough to talk about. It's a weird book. And you're like, no, it'll be easy. What's so hard about it? (laughs) I'm telling you, it's weird because I don't want to undersell it because I do like it. but. We have one last chapter to oh. go. And what does that look like? Well, this is the kaiju number eight, a.k.a. the monster number eight, a.k.a. the kaiju number late, but maybe not so late anymore. It's kind of getting grown on us here. Oh, boy. But it is chapter 71 with, a, I suppose, like half color page. There's yeah, some green. It, it does have that. And I like it. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. When you get into this, though. It's funny because me and you haven't been the biggest fans of Kaiju number eight since we've come back. And since I've caught up in the last two chapters, I am in. I actually love this chapter. Mm. I thought that it ended up having the layers that I wanted. I still want all of the squad. And what we're leading to is pretty much the numbered weapons versus the, you know, it's getting bigger and bigger. We're still going to have to wait for everything. But by the end of this, I think it's one of the best cliffhangers that we've had because you have all this going on and if you remember narumi he ended up saving the wedding you ended up having him come in as we see and they're going to reiterate the idea these attacks are nationwide all over these are like nobody is around the like oh where should we go because we're not getting attacked everybody's being attacked so everybody's going to have to rely on their own self Mm -hmm. and in each of these districts they're on their own in that narumi He's on his own big time, and that is crazy mm. because there are so many things. And I do like the father of the bride that's part of the cleanup crew that we saw last chapter where Nairumi came and saved that whole wedding pretty much. And he's a gem. He tells because he – Nairumi says, get everybody out. Use all of my side guys, the support guys. You guys get everybody to safety. I'll end up having to take on everything here on my own. Whoa. And you have that guy, the father. No, no, no. Just let me go. You know, he needs our help. He needs the help. And that's not going to happen. You end up where they say, actually, the biggest threat here of anything is Nairumi himself Whoa. because he is going to activate, you know, Kaiju number one, weapon number one. So that's pretty big. He's and the, the idea of all. all that happening, and it's a pretty cool deal. And you even see when you have that play where these kaiju are just descending on him. He's just in that this little clearing. That slash page is crazy. And then, boom, that slash page is, is great. And you end up where, okay, there's going to be a big battle as they're running away. And as you see that there's not going to be anybody who's going to be able to come in and give any sort of backup to anybody here. Now, Whoa. again, this is going to be a quick chapter because you end up with little vignettes like, okay, let's go off to Osaka. Let's go off to Hyogo Prefecture. And you're just going to see that everybody is being attacked. We yeah. saw this before, but it does really give you that sense that this is big. This is something we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. You, you have it from way, way back. The idea that they were worried. There was more kaiju attacks. There was more things going on. 
once you ended up getting old a number nine top hat, top who hat we this once he came out he showed himself to be a little different he showed himself to be a little bit you know he's doing moves and things he like that and i remember chess. if you remember this is like chap 20 chapters ago or whatever it was oh, yeah. when oh, they actually buy. said we're going to be in trouble if these things come at once. Mm-hmm. We've never really had everything come at once. And if they're coordinated, and that's what we're seeing, we're seeing exactly that. We see, though, that they were trying desperately and, you know, really quickly to be able to be ready for it. But yeah, they, they're, not, they're not quite ready yet. You, no. you get this attack at a point where it seems like they might not be fully ready because we've seen some of our guys that we really like you know, trying to bond with some of the kaijus, you know, the weapons, and it's not working well or it is or whatnot. So you end up having all that, and you get to see, you know, some of the guys that we know and love, like Hasegawa, he's trying to coordinate everything, but he realizes where number nine is moving the pieces. Uh And seriously, if you could ever have a page that gives you the idea that somebody's playing 4D chess, it's incredible. It's that. This is something that we've laughed about for all the time when we talk about <laughs> it. And is it is literally there. 4D chess. All you need is on the side to have everybody else there playing checkers. Playing and then checkers. we're in. We have our best oh, thing no. ever. So all this going down, you end up where it's just everything's under attack. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? We're not going to be able to you know, do this. So everything is desperate times calls for desperate measures. Mm-hmm. And even Nairumi trying to do this, he can't do it on himself. So they decide that it's time. And he says, Ooh. you have to deploy it. And we're like, oh, what's that? Uh-oh. Well, we find out it's numbers weapon four. And you do get it's a little bit at first. It's a little bit of a subtle type of thing here where they say, oh, my God, not since a Kyrie was commander of the first unit have we've had this weapons number four now that's the thing if you don't remember that's kikaru's mother mm-hmm. that's a huge thing that's kikaru's mother and also you know commander Shinaga- or shinamiya's wife so yep. all that going on he is gone Aseo, he's actually was taken down by number nine we saw even almost like his last gasp last mm-hmm. chapter so you end up where, okay, well, this is weird. And you end up having Hasegawa. He's getting a little nostalgic. And he says, are you watching a sale? It's as if Akari is back with us. Ooh. And so you're like, what does that mean? What's going on? Like, oh, my God. And then, boom, you see the person who's going to take over Akari's weapon number four, you know, kaiju number four. It's, it's Kikuru. The and, and she ends up and it's like that. It's like something that. In this book that really comes full circle. And oh, really yeah, because got... we've been through it all with her from nearly the start. Yep, and the idea that she has always been elevated. She's always been great because she is. She's my favorite character in this yeah. whole book. I mean, she's easily my well, favorite character. Well, so that's why this might actually get me too. This but is she's stepping al- it up. She's always been nice. She's al- But she's always been like the one who can always do everything. Mm-hmm. Now she has to end up going onto this, you know, kaiju weapon Big number four, where it hasn't been used since her mom died, and this is her. And she says, and I said the the layers here, because she says, numbers weapon four, it might, I might not be good enough to take your place just yet, mommy, mommy. but still I'll become a worthy master of this weapon. Lend me your strength. And it's so good. That got feels from me, but Big you feels. said it was fun. You said 
oh man, I hate that she still calls her mommy. <laughs> and I said the layer of that <laughs> is she's layers. grown she's grown up a bit, right? Oh. She's an older girl. But the last time she has not been able to talk to her, that's what she called her when their mom died. She mm-hmm. hasn't gotten past that idea. In her head, everything she thinks about, that's still mommy because oh. of how young she was. And it's, it's, it is layers. And then you end up with that, like just the idea of all this going on. And you have like that battle Kafka trying to prove himself that he's not just the Kaiju. He can mm. end up doing this. You even have the others trying to go. But boy, this one is way more personal. This is such a good deal where she ends up where they're desperate. We need to do this. Maybe you're not ready, whatnot, but, you know, get weapon number four out there. And then you see her say, I hope that I can take your place. I'm not going to take your place, mommy, but I hope that I'm a big deal. And then she says, Kikaru Shinomiya moving out. And it's like one of those things where it does add way more of a personal touch Mm -hmm. than I think that we've gotten since maybe the early stuff of kafka and you know when kafka didn't want anybody to know that he was a kaiju and Mm -hmm, stuff like that trying to trying to prove herself to kikaru's dad i mean you know when when he was doing the let me get a blood test with my (laughs) fist (laughs) that's what it's like that's when it was the most personal where you were rooting for and now that we have everything big and the kaiju attacking i'm glad that we have a personal touch here because this is huge she's not just going out to save everyone she's going out to prove to herself and maybe to kind of give her mom a shout out and to be able to be, you know, almost as good as her. And hopefully that will be the case. And it's a shame that her dad and mom now with that, her dad, I still don't think that he's faded away completely. No, he'll be around somewhere. Top Hat, I bet you Top Hat has something going on with him. I'm telling you, I hope that he is able to in that weird of the mind deal at points will be the deal. But seriously, if you ended up, Hikaru goes against Kaiju number nine, but she's going to want to really go. You know that he's going to pull out that play of, no, no, your father's still in here. Look, here he is. And you, you can't kill me or you kill him. You know this is going to happen. So I got all fired up. Uh, I, I really like this. What would you give it? Yeah, it was a banger. We've been one fighting kaijus at big fields. Yep. And it seems that's finally where we're going. Uh, so I'm very happy with that. Uh, probably not going to be as high as you, Jim. But I'm going to go with a solid 8.5. Yeah, I'm going to go 9. I'm going to go straight up nine for it uh, because, yeah, I love Kikaru (laughs) (laughs) and I love the idea of of her stepping up. It's been building and building in the background for a while of stuff with her mom and then also her dad, which is a shame that they're both gone. But in that, though, that is it. That's it for our chapters this week. We end up talking a little more on the back end of this because I got fired up. But what is your gem of the week? Oh, or who? I shouldn't say what it's it's a weird one for gem of the week. Uh, but who is your gem? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I pretty much know who's going to be your gem, Jim, after reading that last chapter. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I want to, I want to, you know, keep things mixing it up. I'm going to go for my gem of the week. I'm going to go Dango Amasaka, the oh, legendary dude. Goodness, with her special eye, her special eye. Well, I'll tell you. That my second pick would be Lloyd in Spy Family. Oh, because the hard of all, And I, here's the thing. Anytime Frankie's in, I would like if I uh, that's my second pick is Frankie and Lloyd together as the, the pop up anime studio. That was pretty good. Dynamic but yeah, duel. Kikaru's my my gem. I don't have the don't gem. Doubt so, about so, it. <laughs> that is my gem of the week, especially calling out for mommy. 
but she wants to be she wants to be strong like the mommies. Oh, so geez. with that though, that is it for the show. Thanks everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed us stumbling and fumbling. <laughs> I can't even keep my mind straight now. Uh-oh. Hopefully though, I'll be on the mend and we can add some things in. Uh, there's plans. We have plans for some bangers to be added in again. So give us uh, some time as we ease into the very weekly review show. But I hope everybody continues to enjoy the return out of hiatus of the show itself. Boom. So with that, though, go over to Twitter at Weird Manga, follow us and follow you back, and then go to the uh, Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga, where you can help us out and get early access to all of our shows. So there we have it. Thank you, Luke. That is it. We'll be back next week. And also check out the links in the show notes because we have a bunch of manga reading clubs including say my hero academia jujutsu kaisen demon slayer what else chainsaw man all the, the, the dragon balls the death note all those things mm. going on and yeah you can listen to all those as well so check that out rate and review all that but that's it thank you all and we'll talk to you next week you are all weirdos weird science is the revolution weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.